Hello, hello, hello. So before I go into today's episode, I am so excited to announce that I have a brand new program based off what you guys have asked for. So I'm based off what I talk about on a daily basis, based off what I do for a living, which is help females break that yo-yo dieting cycle, educate them on PMS, cravings, perimenopause, menopause, thyroid, postnatal, the pill and all those myths and breaking that side of stuff. So create a female fat loss program. This is based off exactly what you guys have messaged me over the last week or so and for a very long time, the questions, the content that I've been putting out. So I'm delighted to announce that the signups for this are now open. Signups for June are now open. So the program will run from the 27th of June, 2022 to the 7th of August, which 2022. So if you are looking for an online coach that will educate you, rather than dictate to you. If you are looking for a program, you're looking for education around how to train around your cycle, how to train around nutrition around your cycle, break away from managing those cravings, perimenopause, menopause, how to manage those certain things, and working alongside your doctor on those side of things, working with postnatal, as long as you've been signed off by your doc, we're all good there. But the whole point of this program is to give you a tailored program which will be with video demonstrations, calories and macros that will suit you and what your goal is, education and training around nutrition and your how your body's gonna work for you. We're gonna have weekly lives as well where you guys will send in the questions and I'll answer those for you in the group. With, if you are training at home, we have workouts for you there. If you are training in the gym, I have workouts for you there as well. We have free recipe books, which are my fitness path friendly, so you scan the barcode on those and they enter in all the recipes and the ingredients into your my fitness path for you. And then we've got weekly check-ins via the group. This, I haven't seen anything like this ever anywhere else. I've looked and looked and looked amongst some of the biggest names and, and I don't see anything like this. So who is this for? This is someone who is looking to learn how their bodies work for them. Looking, this is for someone who is sick and tired of not seeing results. And this is for someone who is looking to build muscle, to looking to lose fat, so feel confident in their body, especially during the summer. And then we're looking to educate them around pesky cravings deal with all things menstrual health mental health and then we're also looking at kind of having a group where people like-minded people like yourself who may be listening to this maybe want to improve their the relationship with food and look for that side of things so if you're interested in this and i highly recommend doing this even to try it out so it's a six week it's the price is 149 euros so that's 149 euro and we'll go from the 27th of june 2022 to 7th of august 2022 so this is a tester group that this is the first group that i'm going to be working with on this so you guys are going to be the leaders in this. You guys are going to get the lowest price of entry for this as well. So if you're interested in this, click in the link in the write-up for the podcast or pop me a DM if you have any questions. Really super excited to see if you guys are joining. I really would encourage you to do it, not just from, from my own point of view, but I've created something here that I... I'm so proud of this. And the amount of resources and education that I've put into my own side of things and my own top of my own knowledge that I've put in over the last few years, last four and a half years of coaching women on a day-to-day basis, helping over a thousand women. I cannot tell you how proud I am of this program. So if you're interested, click the link. We can easily jump on a call if you want. If you want to pop me a DM, we can do that as well. Price is 149, starts on the 27th of June until the 7th of August. Hope to see you guys there.
Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So, thank you so much to everyone who has listened to any episode so far. Um, your support hasn't gone unnoticed. You're, like, it's amazing to see some of the messages coming through, particularly for the client episodes. I love those ones, and massive thank you to all the amazing guests that have come on and are coming on in the next little while like it's 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 crazy to see some of the names that are coming on in the next while and that's due to you guys showing support so please do continue to leave a review please do continue to share it up on your stories please do continue to message me and you guys give me content all the time for um, between you guys and, and the, whoever listens to this and the, the clients that are messaging me on a daily basis you guys give me the the content for this and kind of gives me a direction to where i want to go with the with the podcast and who i want to get on all that kind of stuff so, so if there's anyone that you want me to get on pop us a message if there's any content or anything like that you want me to get on and want me to talk about please do let me know and if it's been covered already i will point you in the direction so feel free to dm me before i go any further i'd love to announce that there's a couple of spaces open for coaching with myself there's going to be a lot of change coming up in the next little while so i'm looking forward to that i'm working on something really really exciting and really really special over the next while and so really excited for that probably take a little while to kind of get it up and running and kind of get through the the little errors that are going to be made along the way but it's about planning as much as i can and and seeing what happens and i know it's something that you guys have been looking for there's a couple of things like you guys have been looking for the last little while and i put up a poll of my story so you'll probably guess what one of them is and then the other one is something exciting so keep your eyes peeled for that and as soon as i have an announcement i'll put it up on the podcast episode i'll put it up on my stories and my posts and stuff like that so if you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one basis um, an online coaching capacity please do click in the link on the write-up and we can have a, an open and honest conversation and see if we are a fit and we can kind of go through there whether it's getting for a wedding whether it's dealing with happening with your emotional eating whether it's getting stronger whether it's more confident in the gym and just kind of breaking away from yo-yo dieting and that side of things so one of the things that has kind of come up and i was listening to a podcast recently i was i was kind of I was kind of on a walk and I was listening to a podcast and one of the things that kind of came up on that podcast, they were talking about proactive versus reactive. And I thought it was an interesting concept in that relation to trying to bring it back to dieting, fitness, just life in general overall, and whether we are going to be proactive individuals or are we going to be reactive individuals. And I think it's important to like understand where you fit in and what bracket you fall into and looking at what strategies you can implement and what strategies you can bring in to aid you and what strategies are you using at the minute and is there any strategy you're using at the minute and what can be done to kind of tweak that side of things so there's two very different approaches is the, the kind of the proactive and the reactive um approach when it comes to things so if you think of a proactive person they like to kind of plan out things and control things in their lives that actually influence an actual outcome. So that would look like, well, I am going to plan out a route in order to know where I'm going in that direction if I'm going on holiday or I'm going on a road trip. Then there's the reactive person that waits for things to happen and deal with the outcome afterwards. And that could be someone who just tops in the car, drives to where they want to go, and if they take the odd left, right, or turn, left turn or right turn, they don't really mind. They deal with the the process, they deal with the outcome, they deal with the results. One of them may or may not may not take longer. 
proactive person may take longer i know reactive may take longer for some individuals and i know some people if you're going on a city break and stuff like that some people will look up stuff to do and then another person will be someone who doesn't look up anything to do and kind of just looks up a trip advisor or just asks the hotel on arrival rather than actually doing a little bit of planning and forward planning or booking anything so there's two very different things and one of the things about kind of this i'm trying to bring it back into dieting so what i would also say about kind of proactive and reactive it's important to know where you fit in on it so a proactive person would like to plan make lists set reminders and also have a plan b reactive person will just deal with the processes and outcome there so there's there's a quote out there that like reactive people are often affected by their physical environment if the weather is good they feel good if it isn't it affects their attitude and performance proactive people carry their own weather with them so it's an amazing quote and i think we've all been reactive and i would say most of us fall probably bang on in the middle that we're proactive at certain things and we're probably reactive in other elements so being reactive we've all done it we look through the window to see rain clouds we look at the out the window to see if it's sunny and decide it's a miserable day so we skip that walk we've all been there we've all done it uh we've been kind of criticized by someone at work or at home and then we felt down afterwards we've watched our favorite sports team and we felt on cloud and felt amazing after that that they've won or felt not amazing afterwards these are all examples of reactive behavior they are where our actual feelings depend on the results of the external events or the actual processes that we have no control over itself they are completely outside our sphere of influence yet they can control our lives so remember react proactive is they try to control and have influence on that outcome a reactive person has doesn't have any control because they don't plan for anything and then we kind of just react to whatever happens so like reactive people are like tar- characters in a movie playing out the actual script they often resemble powerless victims having their lives run by external factors they have little control over their emotions and ultimately can have ultimately little control over the emotions instead their emotions are dictated by someone else or something else by circumstance and outside environments you'll often hear phrases from them like if only they treated me a little bit better i could be happier i have to do this because i wish i had more time for that but these sentences will all resonate with someone they've all we've all said them at some point and that's why i feel we sit somewhere probably in the middle i think we're all guilty of being reactive from time to time often without even knowing it so for most people it's the default program of going into that reactive mode so it's it's really really important that like if you think about it, if someone's writing a book it's like what well, are they going to be proactive about it or are they going to be reactive about it proactive would be they start writing and see what happens and see what words come out of their head onto a page a kind of a reactive will be waiting for this perfect time to happen and musicians and artists and authors have very very different approaches some would say just write and see what happens others would be wait no i need to be the perfect time for me to do that neither approach is right or wrong i would probably be on the proactive side of that about kind of writing something and see what happens it might surprise yourself and it's it's we we tend to but i think i don't think people enough a lot of people realize that they probably sit where somewhere in the middle 
we we don't really have control over any of the events that kind of happen to us and that's something that can trigger some people as well but we have a choice in how we react but we also have a choice in how much we can prepare for certain things obviously there's going to be certain things that are out of our power like death all that kind of stuff but we have to look at what habits happen when certain things happen to us is it like we ultimately create the habits of how we react of blame guilt feeling powerless self-pity there are habits have formed because of that because things haven't happened in the way that we predicted because we've been and now we're reacting to that in the way that we have formed overall so when we talk about being proactive when we are told that the situations we find ourselves in and emotions we experience are largely from our own doing it can be hard to accept for some people it involves a huge paradigm shift with us taking responsibility for actual current circumstances like the natural selection out there is often to resist and to argue until eventually the light bulb or flicks on this kind of like eureka moment occurs the realization that we are in fact in control if we can choose to be a little bit more reactive and be controlled by external factors we can also choose not to be so it's understanding that we have control of our of our reactions in some cases not all cases but some cases and we don't always have to be influenced by unpredictable events or the negative emotions of others there's an amazing author i've spoken about him with um, mark fennell i've spoken about him an awful lot victor frankel and there's an amazing book i'd highly recommend if you listen to this to go and buy it it calls man search for meaning 150 pages it's incredible so one of the sentences in that so victor frankel is a holocaust survivor and psychologist and in that book he he talks about and he says that everything can be taken from a man but one thing the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstance circumstances to choose one's own way so if victor managed to choose his response amongst the unmanageable conditions of what that was of the nazi death camps witnessing endless suffering and losing almost of his family sure we can do it in everyday lives and this type of behavior is proactive it's a it's it's a harsh example it's an aggressive example but when we are actually proactive we only concern ourselves with the things that are inside our sphere of influence rather than worrying about things that we can't do anything about like the weather like other people's reactions like the stock market we can't do anything about that as someone who is proactive you look towards what you are able to control and things that can change and this includes the way you react to any given situation we can't always directly alter how someone else behaves or talk to us we have no control over the weather as i've said we don't even have a say in how our favorite team operates or what what result or who's going to pick the team or whatever it may be but being proactive is not a case of actually being a robot or having no actual emotions itself or rather it's being in complete control over your emotions and i would say we all have emotions and we react to things very very differently it's trying to make that transition from other people and circumstances being in charge to being in charge of yourself and your own outcome instead of actually blaming elsewhere you can try and carry that kind of element of responsibility for yourself you stop thinking that the external circumstances need to change 
and realize that you can instead alter yourself internally. Kind of the proactive approach is one that deals with things from the inside out perspective. And it employs in a kind of implies or applies to to all sorts of situations where you think about it in your relationships, where you work on your own behavior and focus on you being a loved person, or rather than worrying about the faults of your partner in your business, your strengths, your weaknesses. It applies to your healthcare. It applies to your teeth. Are you someone who flosses coming up to a dentist appointment? Or are you someone who flosses continuously? Are you someone who's in the guards or the police that they try to like these are this is an example of being proactive is someone that the job of a police officer or a guarda, which is the Irish police, um they their job is to prevent crime before it actually happens. So you have to look at it like that with being proactive and proactivity, it's not exactly a new concept it's been promoted from like stoic philosophy and promotes the idea of concerning yourself with only things you could influence your thoughts your actions everything else is indifferent not worth worrying about and someone's going to say to this well i worry about i'm a worrier i'm an anxious person if you suffer from anxiety there are resources and uh, people to go and talk to on that side of things to get you tools in order to help with those the buddhists believe that there is no inherently good or bad events. It's based on only our judgments of those events that make them good or bad. And we are free to choose. And that's how we are trying to, and that's and that's what we are basically. So a way to kind of apply proactivity is notice your actual reactive behavior. So begin with the actual little things, not with the death of a loved one or the suffering of innocent people like what's going on over in the Ukraine and Russia at the minute. Just the everyday situations in work, perhaps, or in your relationships. Notice your reactive behavior when it occurs in the moment. Also note how many others do the same and how easy it is to be reactive, but don't judge, just watch. Alter your language. So first one is notice your behavior. Second one is alter your language. Our language tells us a lot about our level of reactivity or proactivity. Reactive people tend to use I can't, if only, I have to. These phrases are shifting the blame to outside circumstances. Getting rid of responsibility. Consciously change these to more positive, empowering phrases. I can, I will, I want to. A simple change in language can really, really make massive changes. Look and analyze your past mistakes. Whilst you can't control your actions, you cannot always control the consequences. You are human, you will make mistakes and you have made mistakes, but we cannot change the past. And I'm talking about minor events to larger events. These are not looking at the big ones like trauma or grief or death or anything like that. These are smaller events. Look at the ones that you've said or people you've heard or conversations you've had. Learn from them. Analyze it. Look at the language you've used. Look at those behaviors that you had before it. Make commitments, which is number four, making commitments and working towards those. So if we were to look at and kind of talk about proactive versus reactive dieting and weight loss and fitness, which I'm going to react it to or relay it to. So a perfect example of someone who is proactive and reactive. So proactive, I would say, is if someone's going out for dinner over the weekend a proactive person would 
have their meals planned out in advance, coming up to the meal, potentially look up the menu, and they will have planned in potentially a walk the next day. That would be a prime example of someone who's proactive. Someone who is reactive will have no meals prepped for the whole day, go out for the dinner having not looked at the menu, and will wing it the next day and rely on the weather and other certain outcomes. And will struggle to reset and could struggle to reset. There's no right or wrong approach there. It's you need to pinpoint with where you sit. So I know if someone is going out for a meal and they're on a weight loss journey, they want to make sure that they're giving themselves the best opportunity. And we can get bogged down in, well, if I have one meal, I can go off track, which is an all or nothing mindset. It's not that you are all or nothing, it's your all or nothing mindset, which is episode 265. But we bring it back to, right, so one meal can't make me gain fat. One meal can't make me lose fat. But why are they important? Because it's leading back to a knee validation in order to be accepted by others. That's generally what a lot of people are looking for when they lose weight. But I'm digressing completely. I'm going off on tangents again. Shock. But I'm trying to bring it back to a proactive person will potentially save their calories for a couple of days beforehand. So if someone is counting calories and they're aiming for, say, 2,000 calories a day, that's 14,000 calories in a week. I would aim for a weekly average or a monthly average of your calories and you'd be a lot more, you'd be surprised how often that works for you rather than aiming for a one perfect day and then going to full restriction the next day because it doesn't work. Well, it's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm trying to undo last night or I'm trying to be good now. It's like, no, no, that's not being good. That's being restrictive. That's two very different things and it's mixing up the language. But if you're looking for a weekly average of calories, which I would probably assume, I'd probably recommend most people who are counting calories, who are starting out in a weight loss journey that are counting calories to aim for a weekly average. So if you have 2,000 calories a day, seven days a week, that's 14,000 calories, okay? So if someone is trying to be proactive about it, what they will do is probably reduce their calories coming up to the event. So say if you're out on a Friday night and you're aiming for a weekly average, you will probably reduce your calories from Wednesday or Thursday by a couple of hundred. Then your calories on Friday will be quite high. And then on Saturday, you'll probably reset and have your meals prepped the next day. But someone who's being reactive won't do any of that and will probably wing it and could fail to reset as soon as possible. And that's the biggest trick with weight loss and any fitness journey is it's quit re if you have one meal, it's not going to throw anyone off unless you allow it. It's the all or nothing mindset that drives it. It's not the all or nothing because you're not all or nothing. It's not your name. The mindset behind it is, and you've learned that from somewhere. You So you can't unlearn that from somewhere. But someone who's proactive could also say, right, I'm out on Friday, so I'm going to reduce my calories afterwards for a couple of days by a couple of hundred in order to even out my week. Uh, see the see the language that I'm using. It's not that I'm trying to undo my weekend. It's trying that I'm 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 pressing reset. I'm winning what I can. I can I'm controlling what I can. I'm trying to influence what I can. Influencing the situation. But someone who is reactive could struggle to reset because they haven't got anything planned. 
they may just kind of wing the whole week and there's something wrong with that if it's working for you but if you're someone who is reactive and you are struggling with kind of resetting after meals out if you're struggling to reset after nights out one you're human but two is there anything that you could bring in and say to yourself right might have a plan b and say right i'm gonna have a couple of meals in the freezer that i can go to when i'm hungover there's nothing wrong with the takeaway the next day but you're knocking it into a second day and it's harder to reset then if you let it knock on and knock on and knock on it just turn, it can really snowball into two days three days a week a month and it can happen i've been there myself it's harder to reset after a longer period of time than it is to harder to reset it as the next day i know myself if i'm out on a night out or whatever it is and had more more food than i potentially wanted or needed i would always just say to myself right let's just get back into your normal breakfast the next day win the next meal what's what breakfast do you have normally go for that do you need could you have cooked a lasagna or had leftovers from previous nights and have that in the freezer so you can just zap that in the microwave so you don't even need to move off the couch if you're watching something on on netflix or on disney channel or whatever it may be it's also save you money if you're you're spending your money on takeaways and stuff like that because you've got leftovers you have the food in the house so you can just reuse it again so it's it's trying to figure out where are you are you proactive or reactive and i know i've said that previously on the podcast about banking calories i don't think it's necessarily a great tool for most it is a great tool for some i would probably be on for myself and my tool would be to reset afterwards and for other for other clients and i can think of one in particular who i who, if they are listening to this i know who it is they tend to save calories by like say if they're going out on a friday they'll probably save the calories by 2 250 from tuesday or wednesday so they have about 750 calories but they'll have their regular meals coming up to it another option you could go for is on the on the day of your meal out is potentially reduce your lunch so you get to enjoy your dinner or reduce your lunch and your dinner the next day neither approach is wrong neither approach is right it's whatever works for you but proactive and reactive dieting it's probably somewhere in the middle like i would encourage people to plan out some meals i would plan out when are you going to go do a walk or a training like you know you're proactive about your work meetings and when they are but we can't we're not proactive about our health enough i don't believe and the clients that struggle with that overwhelm are generally the ones that will struggle with the planning side of things because they feel they might feel that they are feel restricted by that timing or that they might feel burdened by that having that structure but you'll notice that if you have some sort of structure for some people it can actually give you freedom and allow you to do the things that you can say yes or no to move away from that people pleasing side of things it allows you to know when you can go for training or when you're going out because you've probably got your kids stuff in you've got your work meetings in but you haven't got enough you time booked into your day so if you're someone who is reactive what i probably do is look what do i want my week to look like what do i want to achieve this week focus on the outcome focus on the process rather than the outcome so what do you so say if someone is 
trying to improve their and try is someone who is trying to lose weight right so the biggest first thing you need to do is focus on losing the first pound all right so what do you need to do in order to lose the first pound well i need to probably get three walks in this week i need to get my regular meals in and i probably need to try and get some sleep so i'm focusing on the process there rather than the outcome my outcome is to lose one pound but what do i need to do to get there it's like when you are on a journey on a road and you enter it into a sat nav or google maps or whatever it is you plan it out you you enter in the information and then you know when you reach your destination someone who is reactive may not do any of that and may work for them but they're leaving it up to chance and they could be leaving it up with chance and they could be relying on external things like the weather or some or like this the kind of like motivation to bring you to where you want to go so there's no right or wrong approach with proactive versus reactive but i would probably say it's majority proactive and then a little bit reactive is probably where we probably need to be perfect example is flossing proactive about flossing you won't have any issues with your teeth proactive about your health you may not have issues with your health proactive about studying you'll probably get better results if you wing your studying you're leaving it up to chance and there's nothing wrong with that some people can cram i wasn't definitely wasn't one of those like if you think about it look at the approach that you are taking right now in everyday life even with finance even with the kids even with the house or whatever it may be or your weight loss or fitness journey what one are you are you proactive or reactive where do you sit do you sit on the proactive side reactive side or do you sit somewhere in the middle and then look at what you can actually tweak are you aware of the behaviors are you aware of your language around it? Are you aware of your past mistakes? Because if there's mistakes keep coming up and you're not learning from them, then you need, like, it's very difficult to change the approach if you're not noticing your reactive behavior, if you're not noticing your past mistakes and analyzing it. And I'm not saying letting it dwell or whatever it may be, but I'm saying it's called being aware. It's like I'm conscious of your thing. So if you are someone who on the weekends lets the weekends derail themselves, because the weekends and alcohol don't derail you, you let the weekends and alcohol derail you. That's a choice. Leaving it up to chance, leaving it up to motivation, leaving it up to mood. But I guarantee you'd be a hell of a lot further down the line if you reset a lot quicker. Those who have it knock on to day by day by day by day, it'll take them longer to reset. It's easier to do it the next day than it is a week later. Because you'll give out to yourself, you'll beat yourself up for not resetting quicker. And it takes away the motivation element of it. Because people think that motivation comes from a side of things of motivation then action. When in fact motivation comes from action then motivation. So think about it. Where are you sitting on the proactive, reactive side of things? 
if it comes to a male ice, are you winging it? Are you trying to be present? Are you enjoying yourself? And then leaving it up to chance the next day? Or are you someone who saves a few calories beforehand and looks at the menu and resets the next day soon as? Or are you someone who resets afterwards and knocks down a few calories off their target? Aiming for a weekly calorie target is my biggest piece of advice if you're saving, if you're like looking for calories. It's like with money and your savings and stuff like that. It's what you do on average that will get you to your goal. It's not going to be one week or two weeks or three weeks. It's going to be consistent consistency. So I really hope this episode makes sense. I know there's a lot of rambles in it. Figure out where you're sitting on proactive or reactive. If you're someone who's reactive, is there anything of those proactive tendencies that we could bring in if it's someone who's proactive is there any tendencies of the reactive that you could bring in is there any little bit of kind of like let loosen the strings a little bit saying right i'm actually just going to be able to chill out today figure out where you lie and you can reassess identify your behavior alter your language look at your the past mistakes and then look at say right what can i do to help myself like if you keep saying to yourself, I'm going to go for like, if you're going to, if you tell yourself you're going to go to the, G, to the gym three times and then it's like Thursday or Friday and you haven't gone to the gym yet, you're going to beat yourself up. I thought it was really handy during lockdowns and COVID and stuff like that when the gyms were open that you could book in your sessions. And like it made me go because I knew I if I didn't go, someone else couldn't go. So I've used that tool for myself of when I'm going to the gym, I'll put it onto my phone and it's on my calendar, right? You're going to the gym. It, it takes away the, the chance, the opportunity of me saying no. I got half an hour notice saying, right, you're going to the gym. That's my opportunity to go, right, get your, get your, train, get your shoes on. So I look at it from that point of view of being a little bit more proactive could help you look at when you are dating are you waiting for someone to come to you or have you gone up and spoke to someone or popped someone a message or a dm or whatever it may be or are you waiting for something that will stick and waiting for someone to, to come to you neither is wrong but if one isn't one way isn't working for you why not try to adapt some of the other elements of it for you so to bring it back to to Dieting, aim for a weekly average. Look at your behavior. Notice your language around it. Planning will give you, if you want control and you feel you want control, probably bring in some sort of plan. Maybe prep a few meals ahead. Book in your sessions onto your calendar. If you do it and you do it after this, I guarantee you'll have a more conducive and constructive week. Like you know when your work meetings are, you know when your kids stuff is at. So why not book in the U time and then everyone else can work around that more often than not. It won't happen every time, but more often than not. It'll probably happen more often than trying to be reactive and waiting for, well, I'm going to go train Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And that's when you can fit it in. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it's also putting more pressure on you to leave it that way if it's happening every weekend. You could be better doing it Monday, Thursday and Sunday if that's the way your week works. 
or your walks work. If you've ever read Tales of Titans by Tim Ferriss, he has interviewed some of the most famous people in the world, like Jamie Foxx and stuff. And the biggest thing is they have a routine. They have a routine that allows them to flourish for their mindset, for their bodies, for their heads, for their family around them. Creating some sort of structure or routine can seem overwhelming, but generally the overwhelm is coming from a lost side of a goal. But if you know where you're going, you can go like, well, what do I need to go and do that? So if you're saving money for a mortgage, I need to save 500 quid a month over this amount of years in order to get to the amount that I need for the mortgage. But if you don't know what you need and don't have a why, you're just naming a goal. So what I would focus on is bringing it back, right back down to basics. Are you proactive or reactive? Notice your behavior. Look at your language. If you're reactive and things aren't working, try to bring in some of the react, the proactive tools. If you're proactive and that's kind of causing you a little bit of overwhelm, focus on the process rather than the actual outcome itself. So hopefully, guys, this has made help and sense and all that kind of stuff, and particularly the weekly calorie side of things. Resetting is going to be your best friend. If it goes on for a week, it's harder to reset than just resetting the next day. Resetting is when the next meal. Just go back to what you're doing normally. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please do tag me up on your story. If you have any questions or DMs or you want to work with me on a one-to-one basis on coaching, please pop me a message, pop, pop uh, the link in the, the, the write-up so you can click on that. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Please do share it.